I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I sing some cold nights and bloody days. They grab me and bullets start to spray. They use me wrong, so I sing this song till this day. My body is cold still for real. I was made to kill. That's why they keep me concealed. Under my car seats, they sink me in clubs. Been in the hands of mad thugs. They feed me when they load me with mad slugs. 17 precisely. One on my head. They call me Desert Eagle. Send me auto with lead. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. <clears throat> uh monday yes it is uh so it's podcast time the day after the oscars yes the day after the oscars and honestly if i give twitter's kudos twitter make any event even if you don't watch the shit or don't know nothing about it you end up watching it just because of the interaction and the camaraderie on twitter mm-hmm. whatever it is we look forward because oh. Sorry, go ahead. No problem, because I really could give a damn about the Oscars. And honestly, this is the first Oscar that we watched, that I could say I watched in a very, very long time. Most of the time, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing uh, about it was that uh, I didn't realize it was 45 hours. It's like yeah, really, it's really, 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 really long. Mm-hmm. It's like 1 or 2 a.m. I was like, God damn, don't know people got to go to work in the morning. It's a real long event. And, uh, we had to stop for the Walking Dead. Like, I was with y'all. I had to leave for the Walking Dead. I came back. So I know a lot of it I missed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm okay with that. Yep. Uh, like I said, the day after the Oscars, the Black Guy with Tips, uh, is a podcast that we do five days a week. The motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. And you can find us at theblackguywithtips.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic. Just search the Black Guy Who Tips. Leave us five star reviews. We promise we'll read them live on the air, regardless of content. We will. Um, also, you can do stuff like go to theblackoutist.com and vote in the polls. Right now, we have the second annual tippies going on. Mm-hmm. They have until when to finish voting? March the 12th. <clears throat> March the 12th is when you got to finish voting by. Mm-hmm. We will that would be officially two weeks. Call out our winners. Um, don't forget, you can already nominate the 2014 14. tippies. Uh, right now. So if you have your funniest moments and stuff like that, you can go ahead and uh, add that right away. Yeah. Like, just let us know. Give us the minute mark. Tell us what show it was on. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep it while it's fresh in your mind. Maybe you're listening. Go search the site. Put in tippies and and, and go ahead and throw in uh, your minute mark in your episode and nominate your different category. Yeah, and, and that way you get a head jump. And next year we have even more clips and, and make it even bigger and and I'm I'm just excited about this year because there's a lot of campaigning. For those of you that hadn't voted yet, just know that people are soliciting your votes. Yep. For our premium people, yesterday we released two new spinoff shows, uh, two episodes of movie tra- of spin <laughs> of move small movie reviews. <laughs> oh, I'm doing the opposite now. Uh, small movie reviews. Uh, we did Ride Along mm-hmm. and the Lego Movie. A uh, very controversial review of the Lego Movie, I believe. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, and uh, Ride Along is probably exactly what you thought. The official weapon of the show is the Taser. The unofficial sport is Bullet Ball. The Bullet Ball Extreme. Mm-hmm. Today's podcast is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com. Of course, go to TweakedAudio.com. Put in code TBGWT. You can get 33% off of your order. You can also get uh, free shipping. And all the headphones they sell there, these inner earbud headphones, they come with a lifetime guarantee. Several people have written us about their lifetime guarantee. They've used it up where, hey, uh, it broke, sent it off, got a new pair back. 
boom no problems like that so uh i love that 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 it's working and it's a product we can stand behind they got all kinds of sleek different styles different price ranges uh some come with microphones so you can like use it for a phone call you know stuff like that and they ship anywhere in the world within like literally days like they're from everybody that has uh, purchased from them mm-hmm. have said like within days they literally have got their products said it that they don't they don't be messing around when it comes to your stuff exactly man so thank you everybody who has tried that uh we also have another sponsor a little bit sexier Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new tour or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all. When you get your 50% off of just about any item, you also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual can't even mention it on the radio and to top it all off they even throw in free shipping on your entire order and they're not joking Mm -mm. with those three free dvds don't knock them either they come in i think people have forgotten that dvd quality is better than most streaming videos on the internet even hd yeah and and it's probably uh you probably have more fun watching it then right along yeah you have more control and uh it definitely won't be as bad as right along Mm -mm. they'll be riding you along Yes, they will. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer where you get your three free DVDs, free shipping, and a free sensual gift. I can't even tell you what it is. All you got to do is put in the code TBGWT. So you get your half off, free shipping, free gift. I mean, what else is there to ask? Free shipping. I mean, Jesus Christ. What is Ah. wrong with you guys? Uh, If you haven't used it, and use it as often as you can. Use it several times. Get your boat condom. Get your lube. Get your... You know, like get a whole tub of lube, okay? It's going to be delivered discreetly in a package to your crib, okay? Yes, it will. The only PSA I put is just be sure your kids don't open up your mail. Right. This is the time to get the sex swing, okay, guys? Go big or go home. Go hard or go home because you will be going hard when you go home. Um, So go to (laughs) adamandeve.com, put in code TBGWT, get all your discounts, and you'll be touching yourself and teasing yourself. Uh, in no time flat, or touching and teasing somebody else. Am I right? Come on, yeah, guys. All right, or yourself. Hey, mm-hmm. up top. All right. <laughs> so we were talking about the uh, the Oscars last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I was tweeting about the Oscars. Um, I didn't know people do this, but sometimes people take people's tweets mm-hmm. and they put them on Tumblr. Oh, so somebody took my tweet uh, because at one point Ellen ordered pizza and yeah gave it to all the stars in the audience and they all took a slice of pizza i'm sure none of them ate it it was like a gag or something i mean who's gonna get pizza sauce on their tux and then go up there to get a war right someone was actually eating it was taking pictures of someone actually eating it mm, really mm-hmm. well, then, ah, that must have been the best acting of the night they, those people don't eat pizza not to stay fit like that and uh i put out a gif i was like uh, when Ellen walked out there with that piece of everybody backstage has been had like months of in having like months of preparation was like, uh, bitch, don't be having no pizza come up in here. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about it is that Ellen, Ellen literally made the show worth watching. Like she, cause I, I think they gave her scripts 
and she tore the scripts up and and blew it in their face like fuck it i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do <laughs> really <laughs> yeah it didn't like it didn't seem that unscripted to me i think it was pretty safe like as far as the stuff she was saying and doing I, you know, I, I because some of the things she was saying, just the way some of the people was, I, I and I guess if it was scripted, they did a hell of a job. I don't think everything that she did was scripted because some of the stuff people were looking at her like, really, bitch, really, we, we, really, really, you about you bringing these pieces down here, really, you making these jokes, really, you know. I think some stuff was scripted, yes, but but some stuff I think she did was literally off the cuff. See, I don't think you watch the Oscars normally because. Oh, okay. Typically, like, the people they've had doing in the past, like, that shit has been, like, scathing. You know what I mean? This is more buddy-buddy. Like, you sit next to a guy, you make a little joke that's not really at his expense or anything too edgy. Like, they've had pretty much, like, Chris Rock came and roasted everybody. (laughs) You know? Like, he was there, like, I never heard of you and all this shit. Like, she was more like, you know, uh making jokes that i felt like weren't over the top they were pretty safe i enjoyed them but i thought they were pretty safe um and uh i thought she was really good also not that not that um, i did i feel like wish, wish we put like this she took the hell out of me i was like well this is funny and it's better than than i've seen before i'll take it ellen yeah nobody would get up there and freestyle because i mean we've seen what that looks like when chris tucker hosted the bet awards and oh, it was shit. clear that he like like there was mo not the whole time, but there were moments where they were like, "We don't have anything, Chris. We need you to do five minutes." Yeah, and that, you know? that was terribly un unprepared. And um, they actually had Ellen, and they had the lady from Good Morning America on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. So you Rob, know, Robin Roberts. Yes, and that that was neat to see her on the red carpet and things like that. Uh, bec- and the reason why is because just one of those things where. Um, I think especially with her just coming out and, you know, when Ellen came out, it was a big thing. And, you know, it's just one of those things where pe- I think not society in general, but it, the Oscars have more kind of embraced that and go, well, they're here and there's nothing we can do about it as far as dealing with like gays. And I, maybe I might be looking dealing into it too. What? Gays. Maybe I'm looking into it too deeply. Uh, yeah, you've lost me. What are you talking about? Oh, you mean because Ellen was hosting and Robert Roberts was on oh, the red carpet? Yes. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I mean, that's, I don't think, uh, I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Th- those people are, uh, um, g- prominent gay people, but yeah, I would be surprised if they weren't cool with gay people at this point. I mean, it's Hollywood, it's the Oscars, it's movies. I mean, uh, half of the, you know, like some of the stuff that gets promoted, uh, every year, um, some of the best stories, uh, center around people who, uh, you know, see people's sexuality and stuff like that. Uh, this year it was Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, so, um, I wasn't really surprised by, by that. Um, but I was just like, I thought Ellen was just, uh, a professional. Like she just did her job very well. Now she did. And she all, like she almost made it seem like she was so comfortable that it was off the cuff, but obviously it wasn't off the cuff. I mean, some of these jokes are so good and so yeah. well prepared. Yes. And the, the line for what is funny and safe now, um is is different um mostly due to bloggers and these people writing these think pieces and shit like True. that they've taken the teeth out of a lot of comedy i think they picked her on purpose because they knew she would be safe but also be somewhat entertaining okay okay well then do it she damn she did a hell of a job because i was entertained 
yeah like they made sure not to take too many jokes at people's expense there wasn't a lot of yeah so-and-so never won an oscar jokes you know mm-hmm. there weren't a lot of those Mm-mm. um you know it was a lot of it was a lot calmer and cooler of an event um, and it was more enjoyable for kind of the audience and mm-hmm. for the crowd like like you said it was no roasting of them and having them looking crazy going well, i didn't come to get roasted i didn't you know, spend thousands of dollars and, and, and shit to come out here to sit to look like a fool on national television. Yeah. I think Ricky Gervais has done it before and been like pretty biting. Like, uh, a few people have done it and kind of gone in on everybody. And this wasn't that at all. Um, another thing that, uh, like, with, like they, I watched some of the red carpet thing. She, she would tell Edge of Forest hairline. Uh, <laughs> it was still in character from 12 years a slave. Like, uh, it went north. It, it didn't make it north to freedom. Like it, it got left behind. Uh, it was looking pretty bad. Um, I felt bad for the brother man because everybody was going in on it. Um, but it didn't look good. You know, like it really wasn't uh, any argument you can make for uh, for whatever was going on with his hair. It was like <laughs> what? Like it looked like when uh, John Legend. Used to have his hair messed up. It was like eight inches back. John Legend was bad. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he, he, so he was there. Um, and, uh, like Jamie Foxx showed up with his daughter. Um, and he made some jokes about his daughter being, uh, you know, growing up. And I, she just looked like she couldn't wait to ditch him. <laughs> yeah. After the party. Cause so she could really my, party. my, her dad is corny. Yeah, it was really weird because, like, everybody before the Oscars is just, oh, look at so-and-so's dress. They look so great. They look so good. You know, there's a ton of that stuff. Um, um, and then, uh, you know, uh, they, they had uh, my man from Captain Phillips, the, uh, the dude who played the Somali pirate. Mm-hmm. And I guess in real life, like, the studio never paid him a lot. He didn't really get a lot of money off of it. So, um, like he showed up still looking like the pirate from from Captain Phillips, you know, like he wasn't Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, he wasn't looking too too sharp and um people definitely let him have it. Uh you know, the people were going in on his teeth cuz teeth look kind of kind of um struggle, you know. Um but he's like this is my everyday life, y'all. Yeah, uh somebody's Somebody tweeted, that's not chocolate, that's doo-doo, baby. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, no, no. That was getting on them hard, man. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty struggleicious moment. Um, I also need to put Chiwa. Th- I'm putting these pictures in the chat for people who aren't uh, watching it live. You should have. Okay. You fucked up, didn't you? Yeah. But, um, Cause like I said, Twitter made it a lot of fun. And for a lot of people, I remember, uh, shout out to Nick Jew. She was saying this was her Super Bowl. Like, like yeah. for a lot of people, you know, they was like, this is, I'll wait all year long for this shit. I will be talking about this shit from seven to one a.m. because that's how goddamn long it was. She was like, fuck y'all. I'm tweeting about it. Y'all gonna deal with it. Yeah. I don't understand anyone who ever complains on Twitter about other people tweeting about oh, it. I, oh, I don't. A live event anyway. Like it's, it's actually fun to me. Like just either unfollow them, mute the hashtag, whatever. It doesn't matter. It'll be over in a couple hours. It's not your shit. Fine. Yep. And, and a lot of times, <coughs> uh, depending on the event, a lot of times I end up watching the shit cause so many people talking about it and cracking jokes. I was like, what the hell are they talking about? I'll travel my, myself on over there. But that's, uh, Chiwa tells, uh, 
his uh hair his uh hair uh his hairline for the people in the uh chat room uh, a lot of people kept making a point about him having a bad white woman on his side which uh i don't know what that was supposed to mean is that supposed to be against him being a 12 years a slave like y'all know he's not really that slave y'all like i hope not but yeah now that dress i want that dress she got on now yeah um but it looked like uh you know 12 years no waves um <laughs> 12 years no haircut yeah it was uh looking pretty pretty uh pretty bad um, um what, mm-hmm. what was that that uh tumblers you was telling us about oh yeah yeah so somebody uh i was getting to it but somebody took um uh, a picture uh like uh took a tweet that i made and because when there's a point where ellen was killing time so she did this thing where she ordered pizza quote unquote and someone came and gave the stars pieces of pizza and they all like chipped in and gave a tip it was like funny you know cute mm-hmm. um well i tweeted because I, I I was like, you know, they're really eating pizza on national TV. This is actually not that cool. You know, it's kind of boring anyway, but it's also pretty hood. And I was like, it's fucked up because if this is the BET Awards. All people would have had, it would have been a completely different story. Yeah, I was like, y'all would be livid. Hashtag black hypocrisy. Yep. And uh, Kimberly uh, Sam Brooklyn on Twitter said, LOL, you are so right. Oscar pizza equal cute and funny. BET pizza equal ratchet and ghetto. Um, someone took a picture of this and put it on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. This shit has 2,751 like notes, like retweets. Oh, Lord. I had no idea this shit was even happening. Uh, wow. Somebody told me about this on Facebook. It was like, hey, did you know your tweet, your, your tweet is on Tumblr? I was like, you can't tweet on Tumblr. That's stupid. I, no, I didn't know you could tweet on Tumblr yeah, either. And I knew I didn't put it on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden. Oh, so they can capture. It's a way of capturing it, putting it on there or something. I guess they took a picture of it and just posted it on their Tumblr. Wow. But uh, yeah. And, and the thing is, like, uh, I guess a lot of people identify with it. But I'm I'm 100 percent serious, man. Mm-hmm. Like if this shit was, um, you know, a black event. A Kevin Hart would have rolled out there with some pizza. Yeah, it would have been like, oh, these niggas are embarrassing us, setting us back. Mm -hmm. It's it's so different when, like, you know, a white event that everyone is giving respect to uh, are fine. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. And that didn't even cross my mind. But, oh, my God, all the Kool-Aid and watermelon, all kinds of fried chicken jokes with it. Like, it. yeah, yeah, it would have been a huge roast. Yeah, they would have killed him, man. Like, it's, like, and I always said that I think our hatred of, like, the BET Awards, BET is a channel at this point. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the BET Awards. Our hatred of boss up, our hatred of, um, shit that we run, like, that, that serves and caters to us. Mm -hmm. It's more of a hatred of ourselves at this point. You know, I agree. And, and it's one of those things where, uh, for me, I don't watch BET that often because a lot of the things that they have, I don't really care too much for. Just, just, just the program in itself. But one thing I do love, I really do love the BET Awards. Like that's one thing where once a year I'll sit down. I'll be like, okay, what's happening? Where's the channel? Let's go watch it. And this mm-hmm. is, to me, it's just very um, enjoyable. And it's funny how people sit and they complain. But, you know, if this goes away, people will be complaining when we, when we don't have anything. Mm-hmm. when so. they specifically cater towards us and there are people out there that actually love and enjoy it and don't see a problem with it you know i think some people are just uh i guess too sophisticated for it or they feel like they're cooning it up or and stuff and shit like that but it's one of those things where bt don't bother me 
Yeah. This is funny, man, because I, I didn't even think it was that big a deal to tweet it. And then mm-hmm. all those people were just like all over it. Um, they had a weird, really weird comedic skit where Jimmy Kimmel was doing jokes about how people sit at home tweeting about the Oscars and making jokes about celebrities and how that's bad. And I was like, you do realize if people weren't tweeting about this shit, not like no one would give a fuck. Not to mention, like, y'all on above reproach, Mm-mm. and this is what you do for a living. Sad so again. you can go do your show in a half hour. You talk shit about celebrities, but you need to do this yeah. skit about how the people at home need to not talk bad about celebrities. Like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, you did a skit about Kanye. You you do those they, you know you do those skits all the time. Like this this is what you do. And right after the show, um, you, they were on your show. So, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things where you actually start your show off with jokes about people, but yet, you know, for some reason, when the quote-unquote shoe is on the other foot or it's not somebody in the club or some shit like that, it's an issue. Yeah, Bill Murray showed up. He was looking real bad. Man, Goldie Hawn. What's name? More like Oldie Hawn. Oh, my God. Her face was so tight. You'd be like, yeah. what did you do to your face, woman? Yeah, it's weird when you see people that do so much work to themselves in the name of preserving their beauty. Yes. But, like, it just makes them uglier because it's like they just lose that humanity. Like, they don't look like a person anymore. They just look like mm. a weird cat demon, like, with alien, like, like their skin is sucked into their face or something. It's like, what, what the fuck happened to you? Like... You know, I, and I, maybe it's what happens when you used to be like America's sweetheart and you just try to keep holding on to your beauty by doing, cutting more and more shit off of your face. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, you, you know, you just got to age naturally, baby. Hey, I, I'm trying to tell you, it is, it's for me, it's just one of those things where, um, getting cut ain't no joke. And it's just one of them things where, nah, unless I have to get cut, you're not cutting up on me. Whatever hang and slang and wrinkle and lumps and bumps and gray, it's just gonna have you have to deal with that shit. Yeah, uh, Will and Jada showed up. They still together, apparently. Twitter and every gossip magazine got that wrong. <laughs> oh, they've they been breaking up since they got married. <coughs> Brad and Angelina showed up, and uh, they tried to adopt a dude from Captain Phillips. So hopefully that works out. They get that. Oh pass. Lord. Um. My man, oh, and then my man, uh, my man Matthew McConaughey was there. No, I forgot he got that badass wife. She was all right, all right, all right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Pharrell performed and didn't lip sync, which is funny because when you like it's it's so weird. Everybody at the Oscars, even Pink, performed and didn't lip sync. Now she wasn't doing acrobatic flips on stage and shit. She wasn't like powerlifting no dudes. Yeah, but like you know they sang well enough and it wasn't lip sync and it was like okay these are the the songs from the 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 music of uh the movies for this year mm-hmm. but then you go to the fucking oscars and everybody's lip singing which is about music it's weird hmm. like why I is everyone think about that yeah it seems like it would be the opposite like here you might as well just play the fucking happy song because who gives a fuck I, yeah because these people they're not here for the music they're, they're actually here for the other shit yeah, but at, at the Oscar, at the Oscars, they were singing, no lip sync, you know, not a ton of production, not you know, uh, but still pretty good, solid shows. But you know, and and I think it may be uh, <coughs> because like for like the Gram, is the yeah for the Grammys, 
I think it's so focused on music that they don't want no flaws. They don't want no errors. They don't want you out there, you know, making this shit sound bad. So they rather just take something pre-recorded and play it and just have everybody pop and dance around it than to actually have you literally perform because it's one of those things where if you perform it and you sound terrible at the Oscars, nobody's going to give a fuck. No. But, but yeah. if you, if, but, but this is your event and you out there sounding terrible on your event, the Grammys, people going to roast you. I was still very upset by, uh, Pharrell's performance though because he didn't have only black women there and only black women in the very front oh, like Lord. dark dark mahogany shades of black just you oh, know you leave that man alone him mm. and that hat was out there one day he gonna turn around and pull a rabbit out that goddamn hat he got like 4500 hats every time he turn around he got a cowboy hat an officer hat a fireman hat i love his hats why isn't his hat all black that's what i want to know oh he got one he gonna be busting out next time he sing happy you must not love black women enough. Um, so then I watched Walking Dead because I was like, "Fuck this," you know. Yeah, yeah, we we had to leave when Walking Dead came on. I'm sorry. Uh, by the time I got back, nothing really major was happening, but uh, Lupita won an Oscar for uh, Best Supporting Actress, um, which was cool, man. She gave a really good speech. Um, yes, she did. I think I actually had the speech here. Let me see if I can play it. She had one of the best speeches of the night. Yeah. And the Oscar goes to Lupita Nyong'o. academy for this incredible recognition it doesn't escape me for one moment that so much joy in my life is thanks to so much pain in someone else's and so I want to salute the spirit of Patsy for her guidance and for Solomon thank you for telling her story and your own Steve McQueen you charge everything you fashion with a breath of your own spirit thank you so much for putting me in this position. It has been the joy of my life. I'm certain that the dead are standing about you and watching and they are grateful and so am I. Chiotel, thank you for your fearlessness and how deeply you went into Solomon, telling Solomon's story. Michael Fassbender, thank you so much. You were my rock. Alfrey and Sarah, it was a thrill to work with you. Joe Walker, the invisible performer in the editing room, thank you. Sean Bobbitt, Kala Davy, Adrutha, Patty Norris, thank you, thank you, thank you. I could not be here without your work. I want to thank my family uh, for your training. <laughs> and the Yale School of Drama as well for your training. Uh, my friends... The Wilsons, this one's for you. 
my, my brother Junior sitting by my side. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're my best friend and Ben, my other best friend, my chosen family. <laughs> when I look down at this golden statue, may it remind me and every little child that no matter where you're from, your dreams are valid. Thank you. Yeah, that dress she had was beautiful. Everybody loved this dress. That was oh, like that dress is gorgeous. That was everything for everybody all night long. Was the dress, the dress, the dress. I woke up this morning. People were still posting pictures of like drawn pictures of her with the dress, like cartoons, like her next to princesses and things. Like she did, she killed that dress. You know what I mean? Like it definitely was the shit. Um, now that the Oscars are over, we get to see how people really feel about her. Because mm-hmm. I feel like this is really a test. Like, will she get more roles? Yeah. Has Hollywood found another star? Or is this just like a PR move? Uh, you know, you know, uh, 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 just a thing. Like, can she get bigger roles? Because that was only a supporting actress role. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, will she have anything designed around her? Because, uh, Obviously, she can act, you know, and I would like to see her to get some more uh, stuff. I don't want her just to be typecast as only this this type of role or only this like for this PR campaign, because, you know, as much as Oscars are about talent and all this stuff, it's also about PR, you know, in a very big way. Yes, it is. And uh, I think uh, for me. It really, really felt good uh, to actually see her win. It was just one of those things where uh, you was like, she looks like me. And I know for a lot of people, they brush that shit aside and act like that shit don't matter when people go, she looks like me and she looks like me. And I think that that matters to a lot of, of women that are dark toned and dark skinned. Um, to say somebody won an Oscar and, you know, she looks like my sister or my mother or, or either she looks like me. And I think for a lot of, uh, for a lot of black women, it meant a lot for her to win the role because she was, she was going to get some very, very heavy hitters that actually, uh, are, are very, very good also. And I, and I, I agree with you. I, I, I want her to play more roles to see what she can really do. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, with the tw- 12 years of slave and, you know, the big role and a big push. And they got, uh, you know, this, this all-star cast team is one of those things where did she win truly back? Cause she performs. She's a wonderful actress, but it's like, okay, did y'all vote for her? Because of the movie and all that stuff or did you vote for her because she can really perform and i agree with you only time will tell like you said if this is a pre move or if they really really believe that uh she can play bigger and better roles yeah plus i mean you didn't even go see 12 years of slave mm-hmm. so like this is you know i think that's a pretty uh major thing for some like for you to not um have even seen the movie and to f- still feel that way mm-hmm. Um, I think that talks about the symbolic nature of these awards. Um, a lot like when, um, who was it that, uh, that one, um, 
Covingine. Mm-hmm. A lot like how that symbolized so much for a lot of black women. It like, did. That was like the little girl in a lot of black women, you know? Um, yeah. And or it, their daughters. Yeah, or their daughters. Uh, but I really think a lot for themselves. True. You know, like it was just kind of an acceptance, you know, an approval almost of of black excellence. And I think it matters. You know, people try to downplay it like it doesn't matter. It does matter to a lot of people. It does. It it, it really, really does. And, and and it's one of those things and in an arena that overall doesn't cater to us, doesn't really um promote a push to us for somebody to win that's kind of outside of that box, outside of that genre, outside of the, the gender, outside of the, the skin tone. It, it speaks very, very loud, regardless of if people want to hear it or not. And, um, to, and, and I hope that this continues is also one of those things when things like this happen. I, I guess, uh, it also brings out, uh, the bad part too. It brings out a lot of races. It brings out a lot of people that are very angry uh because where did you see that at no uh, because um i remember i think for me like i i i'm glad that she went but i know a lot of people was talking about like 12 years a slave you know with it winning you know did it win because it was black and things like that and it was one of those things where i was like why why are we even going there with this or like when the article wrote like when she won it was like the slavery uh that quote uh, that tweet. Slave wins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and things there was like a bunch that. of good headlines. Uh, African American. Yes. Uh, what, like for her and for Steve McQueen. Yes. It's like, yeah, um, neither one of these people are African American. No. He's, like, he's I don't know. British. I don't know what newspaper articles. Not and doing research. Headline writers. It's not even research, Karen. I don't know what their aversion to the word black is, but we went through this with, um, the best man holiday mm-hmm. where they had the headline where they could have said black and instead they went with like you know some some uh, racially themed i see what you said because you know? if you if you say black you literally cover a whole genre but yeah. but they kind you it, and if you want to be specific and correct be i mean if you want to be specific be correct if, you, if that's the case just say black but yeah, black you, director wins. But you call him African Americans, and everybody yeah. looking like, "Dog, he's British." Black actress instead it was African American, and then you know the 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 tag the high headlines that use quote unquote slave, and I mean it was really written quote unquote slave actress wins such and such. Those are just poor taste, mm-hmm. honestly. Like I don't know who does the whatever, but that was just terrible. Um, her she was up against Sally Hawkins and Blue Jasmine. Jennifer Lawrence in American Hustle, uh, which I thought, I don't know how she got, no, like, honestly, I'm glad American Hustle got shut out because it was not that good of a movie. It got completely overrated. And but I think a lot of she, people realize that. Her part in it was not this mind-blowing part. And she fell again in another award show. At this point, I don't even think it's, like, cute anymore. Like, can we get her, like, can, can she get checked for, like, vertigo or some shit? Like, is her inner ear imbalanced? Like, fuck, like, she might have a real problem and everybody's laughing it off, but she just needs to be able to, like, stand on her own two feet and walk. Or wear like, some flats. Yeah, can she, like, wear some flats? Can she walk, like, 20 feet? Can she practice before she shows up? Cause this falling in these dresses can't be a good look. Yeah, they too long and her feet getting caught up in them, like, something's happening. Yeah. Uh, Julia Roberts and June Squibb were also, um, nominated in this, uh, role. 
or in this uh category mm-hmm. um the things that people care about that people won best adapted screenplay 12 years of slave one because uh wolf of wall street pretty much got shut out too yeah um let me see what else another one people care about best visual effects gravity best cinematography gravity man gra- gravity was was sweeping yeah, now you didn't go see that either, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, it was a really good but movie. I, but, but, but from what you said and what everybody else seen, I was like, yeah, they're going to win. And I remember uh, they was actually, for soundtrack, they was playing some of the scores. And I was like, Gravity going to win that. And I was thinking that because I was listening to like all the other, like the music in the background. I was like, yeah, Gravity sound like it's one of the ones where you watching that music got real intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it won for best film editing, mm-hmm. um, best musical score yeah um so it just completely was uh killing shit man um uh then uh let's talk about the oh best sound editing best sound mixing like it was just murdering like her didn't win shit i was surprised captain phillips didn't win shit um best original oh wait no best original screenplay her did win that and that was cool yeah spike jones wrote and directed that so um that was a good movie um Let's see. Matthew McConaughey won Best Actor. Uh, a lot of people thought Chiwetel was going to win it, but Matthew McConaughey won it. Uh, Kate Blanchett won Best Actress. Thank, she thanked uh, Woody Allen. Uh, she did. Mm-hmm, but it was very quick. She was not dwelling on that shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> she was like, I'm not going to be, it's not going to be no controversy around me. Yeah, she didn't. She was just like, "Thanks for the role." Uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, best director Alfonso Cuarón. Uh, one gra- one that he's the director of Gravity. First ever, I believe, first ever Hispanic or um, or Latino director to win. Wow. Yeah, which is funny because you know black people. So many were rooting for Twelve Years a Slave. They just had like complete blinders on to the fact that this was this, <laughs> this is, is historical. A big deal, yeah. This is historical. This is a big deal too. And if you saw the movie, it was good. Like, I don't. I think the reception to the movie was overblown because apparently people had no idea space was dangerous until this shit. And that like pissed me off as a person that they had no idea that, 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 that uh, once you leave the Earth's atmosphere, your ass gonna die. Right. Like they was just like you could die doing anything. I'm like right because it's space. Like it, it's, yeah, space it, is hard. Yeah, you get outside of the ozone layer, doll. Ain't no oxygen out there. It's nothing but floating forever. Word. We 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 didn't think that was dangerous. Yeah. So, uh, but I thought the movie was good. It, it was very well directed. Uh, some of the science was a little iffy, but whatever. Uh, best supporting actress, Lupita. Uh, best supporting actor, Jared Leto. For Dallas Buyers Club. Now, this is a movie I didn't see. I really do want to see it. Yeah. Um, it was about, Karen, don't be talking about it. Yeah, you ain't going to see this. Um, <laughs> no, I want to see it. Yeah, sure you do. <laughs> what, what's, what's, what's it about? I have no idea. Exactly. Thank you. Please, <laughs> don't, don't. It's, it's like how women love everything. You want to see this. Um, but 12 Years a Slave won Best Picture, which closed the show. And of course, black people went crazy, and so did I. Said we got one, we won, we did it, uh, we did it. So I was very excited that we uh, pulled it out, man. Uh, another win for black people, you know, taking it out and uh, destroying 
uh destroying these white people at their own craft baby oh lord steve mcqueen and some people got a little upset because uh when it first got out there matthew uh i mean brad pitt talked first because he was executive producer which typically happens in all of these movie of the year you know the executive the money talks first and then the 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 art right Mm mm-hmm and uh i know elon got in some trouble with that because he said something about the optics of a white man basically accepting the award first and then the black person being allowed to speak um to which you know i guess this is like par for the course so it really wasn't that big a deal and i actually kind of liked it that way because then steve mcqueen got to close out get the longest part thanking so many people Mm -hmm. and talking about the struggle of getting a film made and then he did like this this touchdown celebration at the end yeah and the one thing about his speech uh which a lot of people probably glossed over mm-hmm. he kept his speech real he was like hey there are millions of people that are literally still in slavery y'all let's not forget this shit yeah um like that was cool um and you know i didn't have a problem with it i like if i had a choice and i had to say who goes first who um oh it, it didn't bother me yeah who who would go first who would go um second or whatever i would pick him to go second after uh after brad pitt because i thought he nailed it mm-hmm. um i think i actually can look it up on youtube see if we can get it to play here the oscar goes to <coughs> by the way i had a good feeling I had a good feeling as soon as Will Smith walked on stage. Duh! Well, yeah. Like, they got me earlier because Sidney Poitier yeah. walked out there. Angelina Sydney Jolie was, was barely carry, carry, holding him up. I know. They both about to go down. And I was like, oh, Steve McQueen about to win for Best Director. And then when um Sidney Poitier pretended that he couldn't read it anymore, I said, okay. Yeah. Ah, yeah, he did. You got this one. Yeah, he said, yeah, you got it. I said, okay, a black man didn't win. Um and uh sydney was just looking like i walked all the way up here for this bullshit i know y'all y'all put me out of my retirement home for this said it in his 48 voice and shit um but uh yeah so then uh will smith came out and presented the you know movie of the year so here we go Twelve years a slave Everyone, everyone deserves not just to survive, but to live. This is the most important legacy of Solomon Northup. I dedicate this award to all the people who have endured slavery and the 21 million people who still suffer slavery today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. It's very short, concise, to the point. I loved it. Me too. So then we won. Um, and of course that was when, uh, people on Twitter started the, uh, who's black and who's not really black. Oh, Lord. <coughs> apparently, uh, apparently Lupita and, um, Steve McQueen don't really count. Not really black. They're not from America, Karen. They're still black. Don't count. So maybe next year. You maybe see- next year. I already saw, um, and I think it was W. Kamau Bell, who I have tremendous respect for, but I already saw like the raising of the bar before the awards show because it was like, first of all, now that they won, people gonna act like it wasn't. Twelve years of slave was a long shot to win. Okay, this was a fucking excellent year for movies. Yes, it was. Like they weren't up against some scrubs. No, they were not. Uh, American Hustle, which won all the other fucking awards. Captain Phillips, 
Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena. Those are some good movies. Wolf of Wall Street. Like, these were good ass movies. Um, you know, that made it to a lot of money, had like political statements to make, things like that. So it was kind of like one of those, like, I've, I was like, I doubted a win, even though it had a very important message. Mm -hmm. And I would like the statement that it would make for it to win. But I was like, of the movies I walked out of this year that I thought were done the best, Wolf of Wall Street probably was a movie I thought was done better than this. Um, Her, possibly. Yeah. Gravity, possibly. Um, even though I thought 12 Years a Slave was in the competition, and it was it was definitely um, deserving of something, I didn't think it would get movie of the year. Or if it didn't, I wouldn't be like, Hollywood is racist. You know, I wouldn't have been like that. Because it did. I, I, like, I saw a lot of these movies. It didn't run away from the competition with the movie, you know? Yeah, it's not It's not like it stood above the rest of them as far as, like, the quality and all that stuff. Yeah, it was kind of, it was in the mix. Yeah, it was in the mix. So, um, now, I, I, you know, I enjoyed it. I thought it was well done, all that stuff. But it would, I wasn't, I didn't put that much onus on it. I think a lot of black people were setting it up to be like, if it doesn't win, it's going to be the worst thing ever. Hollywood is not ready for a slave movie. I'm like, the fact it got nominated is something else because, uh, the color purple didn't even get nominated. Right. Yeah, they didn't ignore this movie. That's right. Like they, they, they actually said, ah, this is a good movie to be considered, right? <clears throat> so, um, my thing was, um, I saw W. Kamau Bell or somebody, I don't know, maybe they weren't him and it was just a Twitter handle that sounded like him, but they tweeted something like, um, it, 12 years of slave wins just feeds the narrative that, Racism is something that was over and dealt with a long time ago. Uh, Fruitvale Station is the one that should have won. Fruitvale Station should is the one that should have got nominated um, and won. I know a lot of people are upset that they didn't make it. Yeah, and I it, didn't. I did not see that movie, which I. But I also think if it would have got nominated, probably would have split the vote. Yeah, neither one of them probably would have won. Nah, I agree with that too. <clears throat> but um. But it was just funny because it was like, why are we raising the bar so hot to to the point where it's like, this already means nothing before the award show even starts. You know, like, if it wins, that won't be, it's nothing. It's not major anymore. <coughs> yeah, I disagree with that. Yeah, but. That makes no sense. At least that's how it felt. Hold on, I'm getting choked up. No problem. And and to me, I it just sounds weird for people to even say that in my mind because it's just one of those things where, <coughs> to me, um, it, but like I said, I didn't see it, mm-hmm. but I can say that the for the movies I did see, I enjoyed them a lot. Like you say, it it well, was it, to me, it wasn't like the Butler, which people say is a shitty movie. It wasn't like the Butler was getting nominated over Fruitvale. True, it was a good movie mm-hmm. by a good director with good actors. Like, why are we shitting on this win as if it's nothing already? Like, well, Fruitvale didn't win and fuck it. It's like, well, well, they're not really black. You know, it's like everyone's raising the bar to already be over it. Wow. (coughs) Everybody's already got their, like, think pieces and fucking angles written to where Mm -hmm. this doesn't mean shit, apparently, and it was going to happen and it's not a big deal. It's like, really, motherfuckers, can we, like, not have a moment? This is before the show began oh my you know what i mean this before the oscars started people are already like this don't mean shit like okay fuck it 
apparently uh, uh in in uh china there was a terrorist attack with knife wielding attackers who slashed people at a train station leaving 33 people dead and 130 people wounded Ooh. knives knives not even guns the attack it was like the raid wow <coughs> them, them ninjas weren't planned the, the leaf village was on top of wouldn't it right naruto showed up the attackers most of them dressed in black stormed the kunming train station in yunnan province and started attacking people saturday evening <coughs> according to witnesses student kwayanong was waiting to catch a crane a train at the station when people started crying and running and he saw a man slash another man's neck drawing blood blood Ooh. <coughs> which is funny i guess they don't have access to guns maybe or they probably don't and wow mm-hmm. you know and and and, and the, the fucked up part about it is that i could imagine for a lot of those people that was probably unreal you know and i bet you it probably was like an anime scene you know how you just see people just going through just slicing and chopping people up and it was like how do you even respond to that other than you just take off and running yeah it's crazy so he started did they walk around with these things it was just like all right everybody put it out like a flash mob <coughs> yeah i mean it must have been organized obviously um i was freaking out i ran into a fast food store many people were running in there to take refuge she told the associated press uh via sina weibo a chinese microblog i saw two attackers both men one with a watermelon knife and one with a fruit knife they were running and chopping whoever they could uh, was it the fruit salad village? What's um, what kind of knives are these? A particular type of knives? Obviously, watermelon knife and fruit knife are, must be type of knives. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they were fruit ninjas. I'm assuming so. Uh, another witness, Yang Haifei, said he saw a person coming straight at me with a long knife. I ran away with everyone. People who were slow to escape ended up severely injured. He said he told official Xinhua news agency. They just fell to the ground. Yang said from a hospital where he was being treated for chest and back wounds. One suspect was arrested. Evidence found at the scene of the attack showed that it was a terrorist attack carried carried out by Ying Jang separatist forces. The agency quoted the municipal government as saying the authorities considered it to be an organized, premeditated, violent terrorist attack. Yes, to, to, to attack that many people and kill that many people this was strategically organized most attacks blamed on the uyghur uyghur separatists take place in xinjiang but saturday's assault took place more than 620 miles they did some traveling to the southeast so like this this shit was outside of like no one was expecting this oh like they went outside of their zone Mm mm-hmm so yeah man just crazy that many people like with knives and shit like mm-hmm. ain't no joke yeah 130 injured 29 to like 33 people dead or something like that like shit who wants to die this way stabbed to death oh yeah oh and especially a lot of especially for the people that didn't see it coming or that first um the like the first people mm-hmm. that and and this is why like at my job uh we got like them big old thick wooden doors 
And now they actually, they actually cut a hole where you could see on the other side. But before it was just like a big wooden thick door. I would never open up the door if anybody knocked on it. So if you had your badge, your ass was just locked out and you waiting on me to come get you. Because I was like, I don't know who husband, who wife, who girlfriend, who ex-lover is, decides to go come in here and blow it and shoot the place up. I'm not going to be the first victim. Yeah. And the other thing that's funny about it too, uh, like when you first see somebody running at you with a watermelon knife, I wonder if part of you goes, "Ooh, watermelon!" Ah! I hope that now, now if they got watermelon in their hand, they probably would get me. But if you just got a watermelon knife with no watermelon, we no, I'm running. Uh, did you know Google is adding a new feature to its search engine that allows the sh- that shows you full menus for some restaurants? Good. Yeah, I love it. The data appears to be coming from allmenus.com. But hopefully it'll get beefed up with more sources uh, eventually. But you can su- you can find them by searching menu and then name of restaurant, or on Google Voice search, show me the menu for name of restaurant. That's good because th- th- <coughs> there are a lot of uh, it will save you time from going someplace because sometimes the name don't actually tell what's in the restaurant, and so you know you walk up in there and you be like um. I didn't know uh, I was getting vegan. I wasn't planning on this, or I didn't know, you know, I was getting Mexican or whatever it may be. And I hope with the menu, we get the prices. So you can go, oh, that's outside my price range. I mm-hmm. won't be going to this place. Right. Yeah. I would love, like, a lot of times before I go to a place, I'd love to show up first and be like, so how much is the price here? Okay. Well, uh, sorry. You know? Yeah. So now you can do some research before you ask her out on that $200 date. Yeah, so then if you if you choose to go, you already know it's gonna be two hundred dollars versus she, you know, her meal is fifty. You know, the drink she ordered is another twenty five, and the yeah. dessert is another fifteen. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, boys ditch the scouts for trail life over gay inclusion. What? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Yeah, apparently the Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. remember they lost a lot of membership. Mm-hmm. Well, people are starting to join a organization called Trail Life USA, which is a Christian-based alternative that, that excludes openly gay boys. Wow. Mm-hmm. So because the Boy Scouts decided to admit gays, uh they are now um deciding that hey uh this is a sin that cannot be tolerated homosexuality so we need to start our old uh or we need to start bolstering our other alternative which is trail life uh which officially launched last month um mm-hmm. it, if it's a market people will take your money mhm yeah so it's just crazy, like, bigotry creates its own market. Like, this is the thing I said about Chick-fil-A and some of the boycott culture thing where it's like, we're not going to do this. Bigotry finds a way. People will find a way. Now, I personally don't mind. Go take your ignorant ass over to this other thing. The saddest part about this is kids are involved and they're learning this shit from adults and this is generational. True. So you're seeing just how bigoted your parents are because kids don't pick this. Mm-hmm. Your kid isn't going, oh, no, gay kids? Oh, I can't possibly be around them. They don't know kids what the fuck is. Care less. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. They all I know do. is Billy is fun to play with. That's that's all they care about. Yeah, they just want to sell cookies or whatever the fuck, peanut mm-hmm. brittle, and do the fun field trips. They don't. Taffy, taffy uh, popcorn and, and go to um, Bush Gardens this summer. That's all. And it's so funny because 
it like it's like as christians from a scriptural basis we love our folks but scripture is very clear being homosexual is a sin we've got to be able to hold a strong line and set a consistent example for our young men it's like okay cool eating shrimp is a sin are y'all gonna have a anti-shrimp organization like it's it's funny how it it's funny how it always comes down to gay shit is all i'm saying like there's a ton of shit in the Bible you're not supposed to be doing. Ain't that the truth? It always comes down to some gay shit. Yeah. Every single time. Gay, like, gay, being gay is probably like two lines worth of text in the entire fucking Bible. And people act like the Bible is called the anti-homophobic. Like the anti-homo <laughs> Bible. Like, I hate gay people Bible. Funny, cause if that, if, 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 if that's the case, a lot of people, uh are breaking a lot of the laws you they, they talk about gluttony a lot of fat folks you know they talk mm-hmm. about having sex outside the marriage a lot of folks commit adultery you know having you know fornication i mean lying cheating still i mean if you really want to get down to it it is just one of those things where like the kids just want to learn how to start a fire that's all they just want to. They just want to rub them sticks together. They just want a marriage bash. They don't want to rub that, their. Dick, and that might be. Wanna, the, that might be the problem. Rubbing them sticks together. Yeah, they don't want to rub their dicks together. They want to rub their sticks together. Yeah, it's not the same. <clears throat> like, oh, that's different. Rubbing, they might get confused. <laughs> oh, they rub their dicks together. They might start a fire. The fire right. of the gays. Right, the fire in their loins. Ha <laughs> ha! so fucking scared of some gay people, man. It's amazing. You would think gay people are just like hopping out of the woods and just raping little kids left and right you would think that that they is are, how, aren't they you would think that the way that they act you would I think guess. they're like gay people are bears if you see <laughs> one just play dead they'll go away yeah pretend that you didn't see them uh never don't, make don't, eye contact with a gay don't don't let them catch you breathing yeah they might they might come and talk to you this shit is amazingly fucking ignorant man they're gonna have chaperones and like I don't, it's, it's, I don't know it's just crazy to me it's dumb but yeah so they're gonna start another thing uh no this is not guess the race this is a crazy article police say a woman oh wait no this is guess the race i'm saying that for later i actually do know the race of those people um studies suggest that internet trolls may not be mentally healthy in real life did you have to do an article for this shit mm-hmm. yeah motherfucker you crazy uh says here correlation sometimes quite significant between these traits and trolling behavior uh what's more is also found a relationship between all dark tetrad traits except for narcissism and the overall time that an individual spent per day commenting on the internet uh to be it's worth noting that the survey found by and large that most people online are perfectly reasonable and decent human beings at the very least they're they're just quiet lurkers to be sure, only 5.6% of survey respondents actually specified that they enjoyed trolling. By contrast, 41.3% of internet users were non-commenters, meaning they didn't like engaging online at all. So trolls are, as has often been suspected, a minority of online commentators, uh, commenters, and even smaller minority of the overall internet users. Um, yep, but, but, but a lot of them is, a lot of them, once they get on your quote unquote, your trail as far as the trolling, Mm-hmm. It gets ridiculous, like for JL, how he has that same person that comment over and over, use different IPs over and over. It's like, you going through all this goddamn trouble word. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just one of those things where there's something wrong with you. Like, it's like, how do you interact with people in real life? Right. It's crazy. But, uh, um, like you have no social skills. Mm hmm. Yeah. But, uh, it's just funny, man. Um, 
top 10 foods that are the most filling and promote weight loss okay. now, i'm sure a lot of people are going to write in and tell us why these are all terrible for you and you shouldn't do any of them but ah because you know what and i, I don't <laughs> i've gotten to the fact where i'm like this i don't eat perfect but my eating habits are better everything gonna kill you so fuck it i'm gonna enjoy what the hell i want to enjoy i'm not gonna lie in anything you put in your mouth somebody gotta study to say that shit gonna kill you i don't have time to be racking my brain about what's gonna kill me yeah and it's like you know the alternative to this was probably like something way fuck it's like a mcrib so please just everybody calm down uh baked potato i like baked potatoes filling uh the potato has been unfairly demonized is actually a potent hunger tamer and the study that measured the satiate satiating index of 38 foods including brown rice and whole wheat bread people ranked boiled potatoes highest reporting that they felt fuller and ate less two hours after consuming them though potatoes are often shunned because they consider high in carbohydrates they yep. shouldn't be yeah and they turn to sugar so a lot of people like mm, that that's sugar whether baked or boiled, they're loaded with vitamins, fiber, and other nutrients. Result, you get steady energy and lasting fullness after notching on them. Uh, and that's that's probably just a flat potato, not with the sour cream, not with chives, and that just basically a boiled potato. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get uh, it said leave the skin on to get more fiber. I lo- I love when I do my potatoes, especially if I cook them at home. I eat I eat them all. I love the skin and everything. A lot of people pull them off. The skin's the best part to me eggs uh eggs are one of the few foods that are complete protein meaning they contain all nine essential amino acids uh that your body can't make itself uh once digested these those amino acids trigger the release of hormones in your gut that suppress appetite i thought they said eggs is high in cholesterol obviously can i told you somebody so you're gonna be the person oh no because i was gonna say there's gonna be something wrong with everything i say yeah i'm just reading the list of oh no what they say oh are, no 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 problem no problem it, they're they're hot lower in cholesterol than the mcrib okay and now that's true hell yeah uh to feel even fuller don't discard the yolks about half of an egg's protein lives in the yellow parts adding vegetables to a scramble boost its volume and fiber content for egg, uh, for a few extra con- calories an egg has 78 and a cup of spinach has just seven bean soup soups have a high water content that means they fill your stomach for very few calories broth based bean soups in particular contain a hefty dose of fiber and resistant starch a good carb that slows the release of sugar into the bloodstream to make that full filling really stick once in the stomach fiber and water activate stretch receptors that signal that you aren't hungry anymore all for a measly 150 calories per cup that ain't bad uh for to feel even fuller resist the cracker pack on the side in favor of a bigger soup helping beans or starchy satisfying caloric enough for their own rolls say hate soup throw lentils uh black eyed peas a kidney or navy beans into the vinegar based salad greek yogurt i eat that Harvard researchers examined the eating habits of 120,000 people for 20 years and found that yogurt was the single best food for shedding pounds over time, people who down more of the protein-packed stuff lost pounds without trying. Meanwhile, a Nestle Nutrition Index study review found that consuming dairy products increases sat- satiety. Uh, I guess you feel satiated, full. Reduce food intake and keeps blood sugar steady. Greek yogurt, which is strained to remove liquid whey, contains double the protein and less sugar than regular yogurt. 
Feel even fuller top yogurt with fiber food like raspberries or cereals such as cashew goline crisp cinnamon crumble. Nine grams per three quarters of a cup. Uh, apples. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, I love me some apples, man. I do apple juice. Mm-hmm. Whole apples take a long time to eat for very few calories. Your body has more time to tell your brain you're no longer hungry. That means you can eat lots of this low energy density, high satiated, high satiated fruit and avoid the feeling de- deprived while losing weight. Add, add apple chunks to oatmeal or salad or slices on to a turkey or whole wheat sandwich. Um, apples on a sandwich? Yeah, I've never had apples on a sandwich. I've heard about this. I've been here. I saw, uh, I was watching Worst Cooks today. Mm-hmm. And they were making grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And one woman put apples on hers. A grilled cheese? In her grilled cheese? <clears throat> yeah, I've never had it. I wonder if they're good. I'll, maybe I'll try it one day. I bet, I bet you, you know, I, honestly, I bet you done right is probably delicious, especially, uh, apples have a lot of natural sugars in it. So I bet you if it's done right, I bet you it's probably really, really good. Popcorn. This movie night fave is a low energy density food for 90 calories. You can eat three cups of air popcorn, uh, but just a quarter cup of potato chips. Popcorn makes up more, takes up more room in your stomach. Seeing a big bowl of it in front of you tricks you into thinking you're eating more calories that you'll feel full when you're finished. Oh, so I guess kettle corn is off that list. Kettle popcorn. Sprinkle even, sprinkle on some red pepper. In a recent Purdue University study, people who added half a teaspoon of the spice to a meal felt less hungry. Hmm. figs that's right i don't even know what the hell a fig is gotta keep them out of the boy scouts a great (laughs) no not that's not the same sir sorry a great natural cure for a sweet tooth fresh figs have a dense dense consistency as sweet flesh that's high in fiber each 37 calorie fig packs about a gram uh, which slow the release of sugar into the blood. Sweet flesh. You might, we might be talking about what the same thing then, huh? Where we going mm-hmm. with this conversation? Releasing sugar into the blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slit sugar in your yes. britches. Yes. Uh, all your figs. The preventing the ah! erratic high cause for cookies or cake, caused by cookies or cake. Half and add protein like a teaspoon of goat cheese and walnut. Oatmeal. I like oatmeal. <clears throat> the this one you can sprinkle sprinkle almonds on top. Uh, apparently that helps uh provide fiber. Um but uh yeah, it helps you keep from having hunger pains. What what berries? I've never heard of this. What oh wheat berries, okay. Wheat berries, which are whole wheat kernels, contain one of the highest amounts of protein and fiber per serving of any grain. Six grams of protein, six grams of fiber. Sounds a wheat berry. Never heard of this. Protein triggers the horm this seems like some whole food shit. I'm sure white people are laughing at us as we speak. Yeah. Protein triggers the hormone Greelin to tell our so brain. You don't know about that. I tried that last week at the Whole Foods. My the the, the lady there named Barbara, me and her had a hour long conversation about it and we was debating on whether or not we should put cheese on it. Uh, tell our brains that we are satisfied and fiber activates appetite suppressing gut hormones. Uh, do what celeb chef Ellie Krieger RD does. Toss wheat berries with apples, nuts, and other diet friendly foods to make a super tasty salad. Smoothies. While most beverages don't satisfy hunger very well, drinks blended full of air are an exception. The, they cause people to feel satiated and eat less at their next meal, according to Penn State University study. Just be sure you're not whipping your smoothie full of sugary, caloric ingredients like fruit juices or flavored syrups, which will negate the health benefits. Put ice and fat-free milk or yogurt in a blender. Add in fruit. Give it a whirl. Try strawberries, which are extremely low in energy density, 
the 92% water and bananas, which are loaded with resistant starch. So, yeah, the, the, tin the, foods. The, the thing about smoothies, though, that get very expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of foods, mm-hmm. uh, a chef went on to the news and uh, did some stuff. Uh, you know, they have... You know they have chefs do like food, like tasting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Here, here's a segment. It is a few days past Thanksgiving, but chances are good you probably still have a fridge full of all those leftovers. So this morning you're in luck, Chef. Chef Keith Gerke is here, author of Leftovers Right, Making a Winner of Last Night's Dinner. I'm self-taught. I did not sure. go to culinary school, Uh-oh. and I'm kind of unorthodox. Uh, people compare. Are you, are you familiar with uh, G.G. Allen? Do you know? Can't who say that? I am. Tell me more. Okay. How about a mashed potato ice cream cone? What that, do you think about that? That's fun. All right. You put a little scoop of gravy. It can that's be room fun. temperature because your hand kind of warms it up. Okay. It's like a, a drumstick almost, you know, like one of those frozen things. Oh, yeah. And you just put in some of this. There's that statistic that, that around the holidays, around Christmas, especially between Thanksgiving and Christmas, one of the highest suicide rates. And uh, I think part of that is because of the stress of what are you going to do with these leftovers. This is not vegetarian. <gasps> I recently went vegetarian. So some of the uh, recipes in here aren't, aren't vegetarian. It's fine. Okay. For me, it's like part health reasons, but yeah. then also you read things like uh, the average person eats like a pound and a half of feces a year. Yeah, that's really No strange. thank you. There's a Judas Priest song called uh, A Turbo Lover. Well, I okay. call this Turbo Gravy. It's a spoof on that. And it's basically taking gravy to the next level. Why don't you give me a hand here? This is what you do. You're okay. basically just going to put it, put like some of your ham in here. Well, let's put all of it in. I want you to scoop a little bit of the pumpkin pie. Try not to get the crust in too much. And I'm going to put in a little extra corn here. Okay. And then like even like fried chicken, put it all in there. Even Kids if your fun. mashed potatoes have butter, they're okay? Yeah, it's fine. It's all going to come out in the wash. And then add more gravy. Gravy to gravy. Of course. We need more gravy. gravy. He's literally putting cubed ham, gravy, raspberries, green beans. Why his ass ain't on the worst cook show? Just putting it into a blender. Using um, 2%. You can use skim for a heart-healthy menu. Pour milk into that shit. Corn sprinkles. And, of course, don't forget your cranberry. He gave the news reporter ice cream. And she sprinkled corn on top of it. And, and that's not ice cream, baby. That's a potato. That's a potato in an ice cream cone? Yeah, because he told, yeah, that's what he was telling her at the oh. beginning. He was like, we're going to take this potato and scoop some ice cream. I mean, I mean, we're going to take this ice cream cone and scoop some potato and put some gravy on it. Cherry on top. I always do a wrap. That's kind of a... Uh, that's the, easy. That's yeah, that. like, it's like, uh, it's, uh, can you give me a beatbox? Like a, a beatbox? <laughs> Well, holidays are here, and it's time for cheer, but leftovers have you feeling fear. Go to the fridge, take out the container. You can make your leftovers even greater. Wrap is great. Wrap is great. Boom. There we go. (laughs) And this is like Jamba Juice, eat your heart out, right? Just take a funnel that you get at a hardware store, put it in an old milk jug, and this will just put it in here. And you can put six meals or more in this milk jug. That's taken a long time to drain. And this is so fun. My daughter's uh, spirit and Curtis Ann love these smoothies. Maybe not as blended as we'd like, but just try a little bit of that. But I can show you, you have a finished uh, milk jug here. Oh, and the, my. The fat does go to the top, so you got to so give it, it a it good... Oh. So come meet Chef Keith today. You are going to be at Barnes & Noble at 1 o'clock. He's going to be signing copies of his new book. Actually, yeah, actually, I should say, I just checked my email before, and I might have to cancel the signing because the books have not arrived. Oh, well, okay, never mind that. My daughter won't even try this stuff without the uh, without the whipped cream. Like, oh. you're, you're going to have whipped cream <laughs> left over, right? Whoops. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am so <laughs> sorry. It's oh, okay. God. Um, 
We're going to throw things out to Mark for a check of our weather. Sounds like some great recipes there to try out with your leftovers. I have several things to say. Mm-hmm. Number one, he's not a professional cook. That's what he said at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's swinging and making this shit up. Could you imagine the local community college chef that actually like teaches at like the community college actually teaches people how to cook? It's like, fuck you, dude. I'm a professional cook. <coughs> I went to school for this shit. And you mean tell me that the news is so fucking cheap they won't even bring their asses down to the community college and let, and let me do a demo in here? They got this asshole that don't know what the fuck he doing. Got people eating ice cream cone potatoes on, 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 on wheat crackers and, and gravy and ham and chicken smoothies. What the fuck is this? Yeah, uh, apparently, uh, the case, there, there's, uh, there, there's a dude named Kay Strosty and competent yo-yo master. Uh, Chef Keith is this guy. Um, they're kindred spirits, apparently. Um, Kay Strauss, portrayed by Mark Prosht, was co-created by Joe Pickett. Pickett and the co-conspirator, co-conspirator Nick Pruer, who are responsible for Chief Chef, Chef Keith, uh, are the creators of the Found Footage Festival, which begins touring this week. Pruer played the part of Chef Keith and said the reporters and anchors couldn't have been nicer to him even after the segments went awry. Pruer and Pickett said it wasn't tough to make it on the air at the five stations in Milwaukee, Rhinelander, Wasu, and two Rockford, Illinois. Wow. All desperate for holiday programming, but since most restaurants are closed for Thanksgiving and Christmas, the food used in the segments was Dale KFC. Oh. <clears throat> uh, so he would fix make he would make them eat the reporters would eat Dale KFC thrown into a blender and then uh you know with him talking about it um they would try it and and this is what I was saying about people just being so cheap and not actually getting real chefs he he so so this was a whole he pretends to have a book he pretends to have a book signing uh, Nobody can- verifies this, <clears throat> right? He cancels the book signing that doesn't exist. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just thought that was brilliant. Uh, <laughs> and shows that the news need to do their research. Your job is to report the news to people, and you can't even research people. You put you bring it into your own damn studio because they're just trying to fill time. They're just trying to feel like this is like oh, oh we got to do something. We gotta do something, uh, uh, you, you, you get here. Shit, you'd have been, you'd have been better off getting one of them to cook the meal. Shit, at least they'd have known it wouldn't day old KFC. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and this is live TV. So like, once you're in it and you realize this dude's full of shit, what do you do? You know, and this is like, True. this is one of those cooking segments. So it's, it's like, live too. all right, this is, uh, now we're gonna speak, you know, now we're gonna sprinkle some, some ham on top of this, uh, potato, uh, mashed potato ice cream. You gotta take a bite. You gotta pretend, mmm, that's interesting, Keith. Um, thank you so much. Now, what did you come up with the idea for, oh, my stomach? It is, uh, killing me. Uh, time to play our games. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with, fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play fucking with black people. Today's contestant, Paula D. 
That's right. She back, y'all. Oh, shit. Uh, apparently, Paula Dean. We heard from her in a hot minute. Yeah, Paula Dean uh, had some stuff to say about um, feeling left out. You know, Michael Sam has been taking all of uh, taking all of the attention for the world lately. And she said, uh, you know, why can't we talk about me some more? Okay, guys, I went away. I dealt with my racism and now I'm back. Um, so in an interview, the celebrity cook and restauranteur, uh, <laughs> uh, said that, uh, she compared her recent struggles to those of college football player Michael Sam, who's the NFL's first openly gay prospect. It's not the same, boo boo. Uh, well, you know, racism is a secret closet that she was living in and she kind of got put out in front street in front of the whole world. Okay. I feel like an embattled or disgraced will, I feel like embattled or disgraced will always follow my name. It's like that black football player who recently came out. She didn't even take the time to learn his name. <laughs> she just know he black. Bitch. <laughs> you serious. That's so good. Dean said, uh, according to the rap.com, he said, I just want to be known as a football player. I don't want to be known as a gay football player. I know exactly what he's saying. <laughs> Cause she a football player. No, she just wants to be known as a cook. She don't want to be known as a racist cook. That's what she wants to be known, Karen. Can't you understand? Can't you see? Mm-mm. Racism is killing her inside. Anyway, uh, so, uh, what would you give this on scale of zero to a hundred, Karen? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's more funny than anything to me. Mm-hmm. I'll say, uh, well, she did forget his name. <laughs> so for that, she she get a seventy-five. It's not a hundred. Okay, I think I was thinking like seventy-five, fifty, something like that. Yeah, definitely not a hundred. Yeah, I didn't think it was a hundred either. You know, it's not like she said nigger again or something, but uh. You know that damn nigger, me and him got a lot of like. <laughs> you know when she you got a hundred for that. You know when you think about it, we're really kind of similar after all. Um, <laughs> but uh, all right, man. You're so the best. Uh, apparently, it's time to play our other game, guys. Okay. You know what that is? Time for that racism. It's time for some guest to race. Now that it's time for some guest to race. That's right, it's guess the race time. So now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land. Where we read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our audience to guess the race. Hopefully the audience is ready to go because they are racist. Let's go. <laughs> Um, all right. So here's our first article. Um, apparently a pregnant woman, uh, was in a precarious situation. And oh, got Sunday robbed. night and t- yeah, Sunday morning, uh, they, uh, the young woman and her, uh, beau were coming out of the, uh, apartment. Uh, I'd rather read this. My bad. I thought it was going to be the news report. Um, Annapolis police have arrested two suspects and are searching for a third after a man and his pregnant girlfriend were robbed while the woman was report- reportedly in labor. 
around 4 a.m sunday police were called by a witness saying they saw a man and a pregnant woman being held at gunpoint on copeland street uh officers arrived on the scene and saw the suspects fleeing the neighborhood in the victim's stolen vehicle officers pursued the car the vic the driver and the passenger abandoned the vehicle and ran off police say during the chase the suspects threw a gun which was recovered by officers a shotgun was recovered a short time later and there's also to believe they've been thrown from the vehicle after a brief foot chase both the driver and passenger were arrested they were identified as Devery Kelly, 24, and Glenn Burney and Cornell Robinson, 44, of Washington, D.C. Kelly and Robinson were charged with numerous robbery and assault charges. Kelly is being held at the Jennifer Road Detention Center on $275,000 bond. And Robinson is being held without bond. The pregnant female victim was reported to be in labor prior to the robbery and was transported to Ann Arundel Medical Center. A third suspect is on the loose. Anyone with information about this incident or the identity of the third suspect uh, asked to call the police. So um, here's the thing, though. When she came out with her boyfriend, um, she was, uh, um, uh, like, apparently he he fled. Her boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Left her there in labor? That's the first article I read. Said he he left her. Like he, he ran off and they weren't able to get the keys to get inside the, like, inside the apartment or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Now this one doesn't say that. They just say a man and his pregnant girlfriend were robbed. So maybe he didn't flee. You know, there's some, some different some discrepancies. Yeah. So I'm a little interested. But anyway, guess the race of the two suspects they have in custody, Devery Kelly and, uh, Cornell Robinson check the chat room and see what they believe but they're robbers but they won't harm you you're pregnant yeah you you got the you got the strength of two now i got to run uh one who goes to a pool party and never steps foot in the pool dad ran before the baby was born all black <laughs> chicken run white the man is black the woman from glen bernie is white no we're not asking the couple motherfucker we're asking the people that robbed them they caught caught Cornell is, yeah, neither one was a woman, but for men. Cornell is, he gonna start talking about oligarchs and plutocrats, black, blackity black, the black version of Bonnie and Clyde. They are black, the correct, black men. The correct answer is is black men. That's still fucked up though. That's a fucked up crime. Yeah. Happy birthday, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. You come into this world, born alone, die alone, you know? Welcome to the world. Uh, now give us all your shit. Run your uterus, nigga. Run your uterus. Get on the ground. <laughs> uh, one of the people oh. said that dude look like me. That dude does not look like me. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, all right. Next, uh, next article. <clears throat> Right of Western News investigation, a Central Florida Navy veteran's death raises serious questions about whether a local hospital verified the identity of a man who authorized doctor to discontinue his life support. He claimed to be the patient's brother, but was not. West News Bob Keeling uncovers a hole in Florida law intended to protect vulnerable patients. 
Roger McKinnon's life started to unravel with the loss of his wife, Mary, who died when the Groundhog Day tornadoes of 2007 laid waste to the couple's Lake County home. He lived by himself, and he was very lonely. He'd sit out on the porch, and I'd go and try to talk to him, and he wouldn't talk to nobody. He was just, just heartbroken. On May 30th, 2011, McKinnon had chest pains and asked this man, Richard LeClaire, described by McKinnon's family as a longtime friend and drinking buddy, to take him to the hospital. During an exploratory procedure, McKinnon's heart stopped. For three days, he was in and out of a coma, then completely comatose for the next three. On June 7th, police say LeClaire and his wife met with McKinnon's doctor and authorized the hospital to withdraw life support. McKinnon, a Vietnam veteran, died two days later. Family members didn't have an opportunity to pray for him. They didn't get to be there when he passed. He was alone when he died. The McKinnon family attorney showed us this do not resuscitate order that LeClaire signed, identifying himself as McKinnon's stepbrother. And on this withdrawal of life support order, LeClaire claimed to be McKinnon's brother. The attorney says the hospital never asked for proof of LeClaire's identity. Mr. LeClaire knew that Mr. McKinnon had a son, he had a daughter, he had an actual real brother, told the hospital um, that he had no other relatives. Delan police say LeClaire had been named beneficiary to McKinnon's bank account after the widower's death, he collected $106,000. Days before McKinnon's family even knew he was dead, police say LeClaire went to his home and removed thousands of dollars of furniture and lawn equipment. He claimed he was Roger's brother, and he and Roger would want him to have all that stuff. Lake County investigators charged LeClaire with grand theft and trespassing. He pleaded no contest and was put on probation and ordered to repay McKinnon's son $6,000 for items taken from his father's home. Meanwhile, DeLand police recommended the state attorney charge LeClaire with fraud for misrepresenting himself as McKinnon's brother at the hospital. But they declined to prosecute, telling Wesh 2 it was due to lack of evidence. There were inconsistencies within the hospital records that should have been glaring to the hospital. For more than a week, West 2 News has asked Florida hospital officials whether anyone ever verified that Richard LeClaire had the authority to give them the order to pull the plug. A hospital spokesperson refused to comment, citing the ongoing litigation into this incident. We also asked for a copy of Florida Hospital's protocol for end-of-life decisions. They have not responded to that request. A negligence lawsuit was filed by McKinnon's son against Florida Hospital DeLand. It was thrown out on a technicality last month. His lawyer is asking the court to reconsider. West 2 has made repeated attempts to speak with LeClaire. We did speak with his wife. That's about Roger McKinnon. What about him? Well, I just want to ask about his actions regarding the decisions he made to pull the plug. You know, I don't know. Any, I ain't going to talk about any of that. Did he? Did he? To be Roger's brother? I'm not, I'm not into any of that. Any sort of a money motive or property motive? I'm to sorry. want to see Roger McKinnon's life I have end? Nothing to say. You have a good day, though. 
So do hospitals have an obligation to verify the identity of so-called proxies making end-of-life decisions for patients? A spokeswoman for the state agency that monitors health care providers says yes. Here's what she told us. While there's nothing that specifically states a hospital must check the identification of the person making such decisions, the hospital would have an unknown obligation, an unwritten obligation rather, to make sure that the proxy was appropriately authorized. So, Jim, the bottom line is this case begs the question, should the verification requirement actually be written into Florida statutes? I guess the question all of us have right now, what can be done to prevent this from happening? Well, the bottom line is you should have a living will or a directive spelling out your end-of-life wishes if you can't make them for yourself in the hospital. And if you don't have one in the hospital, offers, you should go ahead and fill out the paperwork, and you can go to WESH.com for more information. All right, so, first of all, what a crazy story. Oh, Florida. Yes, and the issue I have, too, nigga, what? Yeah, how is the... <laughs> wait. What? I, I, I'm very, very confused. The issue I have is, nigga, what? <laughs> yes, I'm in the hospital with a friend something happens you don't verify if he's family if he's my you don't check id you don't ask for any form of verification and he basically lets me die take all my shit mm -hmm. my family shows up sues the hospital go to court cause like fuck that's technicalities technicalities my ass he was not the person that he said he was what's the problem $106,000, too. Just taken out of your bank just account. Just gone. They can't recover. Right. And, you're, and the family doesn't know. They don't want the family. The family's, like, got to sue. And the, yeah. the, the court is dropping the case. Like, what an amazing set of circumstances. Yes. And, 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 and the thing is this. If I was that family, I would be the family that would actually fight to put that shit in the law because i wouldn't want that to happen to nobody else why should you have to fight for the hospital do their fucking job and verify that people are who they say they are because even if he would have had the will it wouldn't have mattered that dude could have said he was the person on the will and still could have got this man killed it wouldn't have mattered yeah it's also like when i first heard about this i don't know about you but i was like oh okay maybe this is um like his lover, like his, his, like he can't get married or something, but maybe they're gay and he's not able to get the rights that he's supposed to have as his lover. So, and then the way they described him, they were like, oh, this is his, um, friend and longtime drinking buddy. And I was like, okay, that could be it. But then when it was like, he went and got all the furniture, emptied the bank account. It's like, this dude Ooh. has a wife. Although you do have to wonder, how did he get on his beneficiary list of his uh, money? You know, mm -hmm. if he they, had they, they might, they might have been like really, really close, or either literally they may have been lovers. I don't mean yeah. no harm, and it just might not have been a public thing. And and if you ask him, he would probably deny it. You know, because mm -hmm. the dude got a wife, and so it's just one of those things where it's really, really just a for that family. Especially, yeah. this dude knows the family, so it's not like he didn't put like this. If if you can have access to his bank account, all that shit, you had time to call the family. I think that's this dude knew that he wouldn't have got shit. The family would have came there, was like motherfucker, no. 
Yeah, what a crazy ass situation. Yes. The chat room is saying white, clearly a white devil. White privilege equals immediate power of eternity. Attorney? Eternity. No, attorney. I, I said that wrong. Um, a white man doesn't need any stinking ID. Yeah, that was the other thing. Who the fuck doesn't check ID? Like, like I had to show my ID to see my grandma. You know, like that, that's just to go see her. That's not to pull the plug. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, you guys, can you uh, just unplug her and let her die? Sure, guy that said sees whoever. We don't need to check that. DVR full of Duck Dynasty reruns white. Dr. Kevorkian lab coat wiggity. Retired Grand Dragon of the KKK who only had his hatred of darkies and fairies to comfort him in his final years. Oh. Neck redder than the Kool-Aid man. I don't know. He seemed trustworthy to me. White. White. Ah! The hospital just took his word for it before killing someone whiter than Chiwetel's edge of force barber. Oh, my. <laughs> Had money in his estate equals white. The correct answer it is, is white. white. You guys totally make the show worth doing. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, all right. What's the... Uh, was the next, next article uh last one let's uh play the, the bonus the round yeah let's do the bonus round double the points of the race double the points and the race that's right guys the bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points double the racism everyone's two for two so far i believe so let's just get into it Seems like you guys are already banging it out. Um, according to the Stevens Point Journal, a Wisconsin woman appeared in court on Friday on charges related to an incident in which she held two men hostage and demanded that one of them have sex with her. Oh, my. Terry Boyd, a native of Wasu, Wisconsin, appeared on charges of false imprisonment, resisting arrest, disorderly conduct, and bail jumping. Because of a plea agreement, all the charges but the three counts of disorderly conduct were dismissed. The charges stemmed from an incident last August in which police were called to a house after neighbors reported that they heard a man screaming for help. When police arrived, they found two men, one of whom was Boyd's roommate, hanging out of a second-story window calling for help. Wow. The men who are not named because they are potential victims of a crime involving sexual assault told police that Boyd had barricaded them in the room and was holding them against their will. She said that neither could leave until one of them had sex with her. Wow, these women getting aggressive, ain't they? The officers freed the men, but after they left, Boyd called the Apsiris Wasu Hospital and claimed that the police had beaten her up. She was transported to the hospital where she became combative with the staff leading to her arrest for disorderly conduct. Wow. When she was released from Marathon County Jail, she returned home and again barricaded her roommate in his bedroom and refused to let him out. <gasps> Police were caught again, forced their way into the home, and arrested Boyd again. On Friday, a judge in the Marathon County Circuit Court sentenced Boyd to nine months probation. Boyd will avoid any further time in jail, the judge said, so long as she stays out of trouble. Guess the race of Terry Boyd. What? If this was a dude, do you think they'd have gave him nine months probation? Or let him come home. Come on now. If you threaten to sexually assault your roommate, like this happened on, um, this happened on, um, uh, Twitter this morning too. Like people were talking about, um, uh, uh, someone said I read this before. I don't think I've read this before. Have I? Not this one. Nah, this shit happened so. Sunday, March 2nd. 
Uh, we may have read a story. I know we've read stories yeah. before about women being very aggressive, but oh I yeah, I don't think I, I read. Think unless this happened like a very, very long, long time, time ago, ago. And now they're just doing the court part of this. I don't know, but um, at least I don't remember you reading it before. Yeah, well, either way, uh, it's funny though because people do treat sexual assault towards men very differently. Yes, uh, they do. There was a thing on Twitter this morning when I woke up where people were talking about. Apparently, some woman tweeted that she saw. I forget her name. It was like Coontastic or some shit. The O's were zeros instead of O, you know, whatever. Um, and she had a friend that she, well, they were just friends and she was hanging out. She wanted to see how big his dick was. So when he was asleep, she went in his pants and looked at his dick. And, and then she was like, it was small. And she was trying to make a joke out of it. And a lot of people were like, hey, that's sexual assault. Like, and that is. You know, that person didn't consent for you to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, you know, and who knows? Like, I think shit gets really, really, really fucking murky. When it comes to a lot of stuff, especially once you involve gender and then it's the gender wars and it's men out here raping and women out here raping and why y'all women ain't as mad at this woman and all this shit or whatever. Um, but, um, it was just like, I think when you reverse the, the genders on a lot of this stuff, people do have a harder time conceptualizing it because, um, men are treated completely different when it comes to their sex drive and how like it's like you're a man by default you need to want to fuck everything and anything at all and times as a woman you're not supposed to want to uh, want to have the desire to fuck right and so people can't imagine a scenario where a woman is like i want to fuck something somebody come fuck me right now and two dudes are like in the room like no block the door for she yeah this bitch crazy come right on. you know and it's like you know that they, they uh dudes are scared to like go to the police i'm surprised they even called the police like because they was like bitch i got to get out of here i i, I miss three days of work come yeah. on now people asking about me I, I can't be locked up in here with you and no i'm not gonna fuck you and it, they right. don't have to be gay it's like i'm just might not i'm not sexually attractive to you or either you know what you're crazy i'm not fucking you and if i fuck you you turn around and claim rape no bitch no yeah just yeah just it was a crazy situation but you know, it's like, I don't want to go to the police because they'll laugh at me almost, you know? Shit, the police is the only reason why they got out twice. But then they let her. It's funny because they let her come back home. Like I said, if you reverse the genders on this, the idea of letting someone who tried to sexually assault you back into the domicile where you both where you both stay and live crazy, especially with them trying it immediately, trying it again. Like, yeah, this is crazy. Uh, anyway, let's check out the people. And only get race. nine months. That's pro, 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 probation. Probation. Not even going to jail. No. If that was a dude. Throw my ass in jail. Like you, uh, something, you gotta do something more than that. Like some restraining orders. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, white, um, Kendra Spears with that black football player. So what does that mean? Black? I don't uh, know. Paula Dean. I guess he means, uh, oh, 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 Paula Dean. Okay, got it. My bad. One who thinks three point signal is a gang sign, white cousin. Yeah. Oh, white constant. <laughs> Nine months in jail for kidnapping and sexual assault. It must be a nice, light, white, white, white lady. <laughs> and not so special snowflake. Oh. Grace finally had enough of Will and Jack ignoring her. Cave, ah! cave bitch who tweets out hashtag dick to bomb before taking the D. Toilet skin maiden who wanted to jiggle a handle and white. Everyone guessed white and everyone's right. So everybody I still was perfect think today. that's a fucked up situation. It's like a man, creepy woman, not creepy. Right. Why didn't you get that pussy, dog? Um, sore ratchetness, people. Okay. First of all, I would like to highlight and thank uh, Richard Redman. 
who took the photo and Eli had Haddow, or Haddow who wrote the article uh is for the daily reveal reveal revile mm-hmm. don't know how you pronounce it uh, apparently it's an lsu publication um and he wrote opinion politicians should focus on sword rights rather than gun rights i approve of this message finally finally mm-hmm. somebody yeah, cut, understands cut motherfuckers up come on now in the 21st century it is becoming more and more difficult to ignore the political banter surrounding the place of firearms in the modern society even recent debates concerning concealed weapons on our own campus have stoked tensions in the capital downtown however a certain type of rights has been overlooked entirely and in this century of progressive liberalism they just may want to come back into view in the near future i am of course of course referring to sword rights although our state's politicians are frantically scrambling to put any law in the books making it easier to carry guns louisiana's diehard weapon lovers may want to cast their gaze in a new direction thanks to the outstanding amount of legal ambiguity that it, when it comes to knife law, knife laws in Louisiana, it appears as though anyone who brandishes a sword in public should be guilty of nothing more than embarrassing themselves. This law, however, does not apply to concealment. If you try to hide your sword in any way, you will be put in jail, but for no more than six months. Apart from historical reenactors and law, a few latent nerds, this is hardly any demographic that is keen to wield such a futile or futile. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Weapon in the open. However, where gaping loophole, legal loopholes exist, limits will be tested. In 2009, John Patolillo, a Johns Hopkins University student, defended himself with a samurai sword when a burglar entered his home in the early morning. Patolillo proceeded to nearly sever the assailant's hand and failed him with a second and final spear laceration. Uh, this case sticks out among other crimes in the pervade, that pervade college campuses these days, not so much because of why a man was killed, but rather how he was killed. Now, there's no legal argument to be made against the possession of a sword in the state of Louisiana. The law clearly states that as long as it does not contain a switchblade mechanism, you're good to go. However, mm-hmm. however, oh, so as long as it go and pop out, we yeah. good. Well, it ain't a switchblade sword. However, when I think of some utopian society where guns exist only to kill foreigners, it only horrifies me at the prospect of Excalibur laden criminals climbing in your windows and snatching your people up. <laughs> Perhaps the gun debate has not been entirely thought through. After all, the history, history has shown us some people are crazy and they are bound to use the ingenuity and resources available in this country to carry out sadistic acts on the rest of us. Yes. When guns are gone, what does that leave us with? Hello. I'm not sure the answer to that question, but chances are people will continue to die. I have nothing against ownership of any kind of weaponry. So when we break it down to pure human instinct, arbitrary concerns like the number of shots in the guns clip tend to replace actual problems like the mental health and gang membership. People are bound to have the urge to inflict violence on each other. While the method of doing so may change, the end result will always be the same. Mm-hmm. Just ask the burglar who broke into John Ponderillo's home in 2009 if he were alive. So while the debate rages about AR-15s and extended ammo clips, let this serve as a reminder to just how convoluted this and other political debates have become because of the unprecedented lack of logic that goes into our legalization. 
our cons- conservatives you may want to snatch up the swords while you can i believe obama is coming after them too eli Hado is a 21 year old english and history junior for new orleans thank you so much eli man bravo um, son bravo yeah nathan posted on this he, he had a comment he said well i guess it's good to know where cunning implements stand in louisiana i have to ask though do you even know that what the firearm problem is in the u.s you seem to mention and discuss issues of mental health and gang membership but you do realize the problems which account for over half of all gun injuries and the deaths in the u.s are firearm accidents and suicide not gang violence and gun crime this piece seems to be written in a us against them against the criminals tone suggesting that perhaps the sword will replace firearms where they regulate it more tightly crime is of course a problem but when it comes to gun regulation, ah! this person is serious. It is not the problem that needs to be solved. The problem is the children playing with the irresponsible parents loaded in unsecured guns. Is the psychologically impaired taking their own lives with them? The discussion about responsible legislation and regulation of firearm ownership has gone for what it should be. How can we keep firearms out of the hands of irresponsible owners and psychologically impaired to a pale straw man of the real issues? E.g. cars kill more people than guns. Why don't we regulate them? Made even more, we do regulate cars, made even more humorous by the fact that automobiles are perhaps the most regulated. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you, Nathan. But, uh, I, I, I think this is a very serious article and thank you, Eli Hadal, for writing it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, it's time for sore ratchetness. Two men wound up in the hospital after they started fighting over a woman, and one of them pulled out a sword. Local 2's Gianna Caserta has been following this story for us this morning, joining us live where it happened at the home on Willow Canyon. Gianna, good morning once again. Uh, you spoke exclusively to one of the people involved in this fight. Is that right? That's right. Eugene Thompson says that he, I mean, he's still very shaken up when we spoke to him, but he says that he grabbed that sword in an attempt to protect himself swords and flower pots it's it it sounds nuts it's he's psycho a bizarre story overnight in katie one man says he had to grab a sword in a duel with his girlfriend's estranged husband uh, it was a replica master sword from legend of zelda i i do um anime conventions and stuff dress up in costume and so i got it because it's it's a good replica and it looks nice and it just so happens to be pointed and bladed. According to Harris County deputies, Eugene Thompson lives here with his girlfriend. Thompson says last night they got into an argument and his girlfriend called her estranged husband who stopped <coughs> by the house around 10. Thompson's girlfriend let the man inside. He says he ran to the back bedroom and yelled to the man to leave the house, but he refused. And I heard him heading back to the bedroom where I was, you know, and so I jumped in the closet and I grabbed uh, one of my replica swords and I pulled it out and I stood in the doorway and he was just coming down that hall at me while I was yelling, go away, you don't live here. And he just walked right into the point. So I don't know if he thought it was a toy. Thompson says he managed to get the man out of the house and locked the door. He says the man wasn't giving up and busted through the front door and ran back into the house. Shit. The two men fought over the sword, and in the scuffle, the estranged husband was stabbed, once in the chest and once in the leg. Thompson says the man grabbed a flower pot from outside and smashed it over his head. Deputies arrived and took the estranged husband to Herman Hospital in serious condition. Thompson was transported to Memorial Herman Westside to get the gash in his head stitched up. The woman who lives here at this home was not injured in that fight. Reporting live in KDM, Gianna Caserta, KPRC, Local 2.
game of thrones got these white people tripping ah don't you mean nintendo legend of zelda i know what there's no such fucking thing as a replica sword this is after a sword that doesn't even actually exist because it's in a video game and it still will kill you. Oh, yeah. Dude had to go to the hospital because of a replica sword. He thought he was Link. Yeah. If I had a replica, a replica mech, mech, uh, like mech suit or Gundam, it wouldn't actually fly and shoot missiles. I hope Swords not. are the only replicas that fucking work. Yes, they do. Replica guns don't work. Replica mm-hmm. swords kill you. Guys, sick, sick people, guys. Okay, um, all right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow at five. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, tweakedaudio.com code tbgwt, adamandeve.com code tbgwt. Mm-hmm. Get your discounts, everybody. Um, until then, we'll see you guys tomorrow. I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>